Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson. And we've talked a lot recently about the New York Giants roster moves, the moves that they've made, the additions to their offense, and everything else in between. But today, let's take a look at this defensive line, and let's ask... Is this one of the best defensive lines in all of football? Well, it really might be. You take a look at Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, a couple of the new additions to the Giants defensive line, Ashawn Robinson, Nacho, and of course, you look at those edge rushers that the Giants have. Might be thin there, as we've discussed in recent episodes, but those starters, Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, high potential players that could make a massive impact on this football team. So today, we're going to go ahead and discuss whether or not the New York Giants do have one of the top defensive lines in the NFL. But before we dive into all that, make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new, ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five-star review and go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at Fireside Giants. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today, my friend? And what are your thoughts on the Giants defensive line? I'm doing great, man. I wanted to kind of talk about this defensive line because it's kind of special. And I think that we have been waiting for an opportunity to see players of this magnitude at the same time for quite a while. You know, you guys probably recall the days of like, uh, Kyler Fackrell and, you know, O'Shane Zimmon is starting. And, like, those are backup guys. Like, O'Shane Zimmon doesn't even make this roster now. Like, consider that fact, right? O'Shane Zimmon, who's been on this team for three years now, um, doesn't even make this roster, can't even crack the roster. That's how much better we've gotten. Um, and I think that kind of stands out to me as a situation where the Giants have gotten not only the most out of their players because of the great coaching, but they've made some really good signings and made some really good draft selections. So right now you're kind of looking at, okay, um, the interior defensive line. Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence, guys, are both elite players. Leonard Williams had the first year in his career where he missed any time due to injury in 2022, and Dexter Lawrence took a step forward that, honestly, I don't think anyone could have guessed. Uh, this was one of the best players in football. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said he was unbelievable um, when they played the Packers, and a lot of quarterbacks coming out saying that guy just consumes contact, and he still keeps pushing. He'll consume two bodies and keep freaking running at the quarterback. He's unstoppable. Last year, 70 total pressures compared to 43 in 2021. Whatever Cordell Patterson put in his smoothie was freaking insane because the guy literally was chewing on nails and, and, and showing up on game day and putting it on the field, man. It's just really impressive. Nine sacks, uh, which tripled his 2021 total with 35 hurries, 26 quarterback hits to pair with 53 tackles, which is a career high, um, and 42 stops in the run game, which was 10 more than 2021. The guy barely came off the field. He almost played 1,000 snaps, and consider the fact he's – Six foot four, 342 pounds. The fact that he almost played a thousand snaps is not a good thing because that means the Giants had nobody else they could trust to be on the football field and they needed him out there. Now, you know, what did Joe Shane do? He said, you know what? We need to make sure our $90 million investment here stays healthy. Let's go out and actually find some support to make sure that when he's off the field, we don't suck. We're not using undrafted guys or like UDFAs or like Danny Shelton's of the world. You know, these are really solid players in Ashawn Robinson, Rakeem Nones, Roche, and like this is 
a different ball game for the Giants now. They have a formidable run defense. We may have one of the better run defenses in football. Dexter Lawrence is an elite run defender. Leonard Williams is an elite run defender. Kayvon Thibodeau showed he can play run defense at a high level, and I think he takes a step forward this year. And Aziz Ojolari added a couple pounds of muscle mass last year, had the injury concerns, obviously, but he's never been an awful run defender. I think he can also improve in that category. But then you have Sean Robinson, who's a very solid run defender, and the same thing with uh, Nacho. So... And then you're not even mentioning the linebackers of Bobby Okereke and Micah McFadden, who are solid in that respect as well. But, you know, Anthony, when you're looking at the interior here of this line, how much better do you think our run defense gets? Because we got destroyed by the Eagles in the divisional matchup because of that. Teams ran all over us. I don't think that's going to be the same case in 2023. We're going to make opposing offenses one-dimensional. And then our coverage, if it holds up, it's going to be pretty good for us. I'm thinking that we might see a big, big transition this year on defense. Yeah, I think we'll see a massive upgrade in the run defensive department. And what I will say last season, I didn't think the interior of the defensive line was the issue in our run defense. We still had Big Cat Williams for most of the season. I know he missed a few games with injury, but he was still out there for the majority of the year. And we still struggled to stop the run. Dexter Lawrence is one of the best defensive linemen in football, both as a pass rusher and as a run defender. And we still struggled against the run. What the real problem was with the New York Giants run defense, in my opinion, was their really, really putrid linebacker core and their lack of depth on the defensive line because there were moments where Dexter Lawrence would get gassed has to come out of the game and the Giants did not have a solid backup to throw back in there on the field with Dexter Lawrence on the sideline now this season I think they improve in that regard because they have two players that come to mind as solid depth my projected starting defensive line for the Giants the front three is going to be Dexter Lawrence as the nose tackle and then on those other two defensive end spots Leonard Williams and Sean Robinson now that already makes the Giants defensive line significantly better having Sean Robinson as as that third defensive lineman compared to who was playing there last year, I don't even remember. It was not anyone good. Maybe Justin Ellis? Maybe? I don't know. Nobody worth talking about. So you have those three, but then you also have two impact players behind those three, in my opinion, with Nacho and with um, Jordan Riley, seventh round draft pick who's looked phenomenal this summer. So when you're talking about the Giants' run defense last season, how it can improve this year, depth. That's the way that it improves because now you have Jordan Riley, who we do believe in, can be an impact player against the run, um, can sub in whenever Dexter Lawrence or Leonard Williams needs a break. You put Jordan Riley on the field, we know that he can stop the run. Also, we know that with Nacho, right? Uh, Nunez Rochez, I, I always mess up his name, so I just call him Nacho, but Nacho is a good run defender, and he's also one of those players that's going to rotate in there on the defensive line. So the Giants' run defense is going to be better for that regard, but also because their linebacker core is better. I thought that oftentimes the Giants' defensive line did the right thing against the run, opened up gaps for the linebackers to shoot and make the run stops, but we had the likes of Tay Crowder out there for the first half of the season who couldn't tackle my grandmother if he tried to, right? But now we have Bobby O'Karrake. We have Isaiah Simmons. We have Micah McFadden entering his second season. These guys, I actually think, can stop the run. And as Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams open up these gaps and create running lanes for the linebackers to fill, I actually think that now we, we have linebackers who can fill those gaps and make those run stops. So that's going to make all the difference this upcoming season for the New York Giants uh, defense. You said that you think this defense could be transformed. I do too. The Giants had one of the worst run defenses in the NFL last season. I expect them to be significantly improved this year. Do I expect them to be one of the best run defenses in the NFL? No, probably not because they don't have a Fred Warner or some other type of all-pro inside linebacker, but they do have Bobby Okereke, who's a really damn good player. He can be a pro bowler, maybe. Uh, he had 150 tackles last year, so maybe he takes a step forward and Wink Martin 
Martindale's defense and becomes a Pro Bowl level player. And they also have some other guys who are developing with Isaiah Simmons and Micah McFadden, who I think can take a big step forward and really bolster this run defense. But primarily, when you're looking at that defensive line, they are set to stop the run. Dexter Lawrence is an elite run defender. Leonard Williams is a great run defender. Ashawn Robinson is a very solid run defender. And so is Nacho. And so can be Jordan Riley if he continues to develop. So I'm actually very bullish on this defensive line. I think that the run-stopping unit will be significantly improved for the Giants this year. And when you take a look back on Wink Martindale's career history, Alex, last year was an anomaly for him. Every single season, he has had the best run defense, a top five run defense in the NFL during his time with the Baltimore Ravens. He was a run defending maestro. We always talk about how great he is at being aggressive, rushing the passer, sending those blitz packages. But what he really did best, best of all, was stop the run as the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. So now when you're looking at this defense with these improvements that they made, the upgrades on the defensive line, the upgrades in the linebacker core, Alex, I am confident that Wink Martindale is going to be able to return to form here and create a really good solid run defense. But I'm also pretty bullish on the Giants pass rush this year. Dexter Lawrence is an elite pass rusher. Leonard Williams is a good pass rusher. And now it's time to talk about those edge rushers, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari. Those are the guys who can have a massive breakout 2023 seasons. Are they technically defensive linemen? No, they're edge rushers, but they definitely put their hands in the dirt at times. They also play that outside linebacker. But what I'm really, really excited about, Alex, is year two of Kayvon Thibodeau. How hyped are you for year two of Kayvon Thibodeau? And what are your expectations for him going into the season? Listen, the Giants, you know, we talked about the run defense. They have ridiculous upside. That could be as good as anybody in the NFL, in my personal opinion. I think a lot of you guys probably agree with that. Based on the personnel, but the pass rush, that's where things get really exciting, in my opinion, because the pass rush for the Giants, specifically under Wink of Martindale's tutelage, doesn't rely just on four guys up front. You're sending cornerbacks, you're sending safeties, you're sending linebackers, you're sending your moms, you're sending your pops. Everyone's going after this opposing quarterback, and ultimately, it's a numbers game. If you can rush more guys than the opposing team has to block, you're going to hit home. You know, you're going to get, you're going to create some some havoc in the in the offensive backfield. It really just relies on if your cornerbacks can hold up in coverage. If your cornerbacks can hold up in coverage, you're in really good shape. Um, and I think the Giants right now. Kayvon Thibodeau said it himself. He left a lot on the football field last year. On top of it, Wink Martindale asked him to go improve his core strength and his lower body strength this offseason. So sealing the edge a little bit better, you know, expanding his pass rush repertoire, you're talking about more bull rushes, you're talking about more, you know, speed rushes, doing a lot more with his athletic frame and profile. You're going to see a much better version of Kayvon Thibodeau, in my opinion, because he's going to put it all together. And he's going to put 100% maximum effort on every single play. Last year, we saw him show up in the fourth quarter. I want to see him show up in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter, putting it all together, becoming a well-rounded, efficient player in every stage of the game. Um, that's what I think happens this year in his sophomore season. I think he's primed for it. I think he's healthy. I think he's taken a big step forward mentally, um, you know, kind of shaken off the rookie inconsistency. So now he knows what to expect. And there's a lot of expectations uh, for this for this group now. And I think that they are going to rise to the occasion because that's what the locker room is like. You know what I mean? If you look at, you know, other teams, maybe like the Cardinals, for example, I don't know if you heard Gannon speak, but if I was a Cardinal right now, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? That's not the case for the Giants. They have a leader, one of the best DCs in football with Martindale, one of the best head coaches in football in Dayball, and you're kind of looking at, and some of the best positional coaches, if you're looking at what you have in the locker room, you have as your coaching staff, as you have as your team chemistry and camaraderie, 
there may not be a better situation to be in than what the Giants have building right now. And I think that is going to elevate everybody's game, um, specifically those young guys like Kayvon Thibodeau, who's trying to become a leader on this squad. Aziz Ojolari, too. Luckily, he's kind of gotten through everything unscathed in terms of injury. He's looking good. He's looking healthy. That's a good thing. We haven't heard much about him this summer, which is probably a good thing, in my opinion. Um, you know, it just means he's staying healthy, which is what we want to see. So... In my opinion, those outside linebackers, if they step up, like the like Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari are pure, just raw, talented pass rushers. They are phenomenal pass rushers. If they can add really good run defense metrics or run defense kind of uh, qualities to their game, they're going to be really good players for a long time. Aziz Ojolari played, basically played six games last year, and he had a sack in each of those games um, in terms of starts. So, you know, you tell me. I feel like this team could be something special. I feel like this defensive line could be something special. And, you know, if you have Dexter Lawrence, like, let's think about this. You have five offensive linemen, right? You have Dexter Lawrence soaking up double teams, and you have Leonard Williams soaking up double teams. How do you, you can't double both of them, right? You can't double both of them because if you have, for example, you know, a guard and a center going up against Dexter Lawrence, you can't pull your tackles away from Kayvon Thibodeau and Elzie Zojalar. You just can't do it unless you're going to have a tight end chip them, which is a really bad freaking idea. So um, what you're probably going to see is two guys on Dexter Lawrence and you're going to see one guy on Leonard Williams and they're going to try and go and help him with a running back maybe like that's going to be their best option and then you're going to have those one-on-one battles with Kayvon and Aziz Ojolari and because we have Wink Martindale it's a numbers game all of those guys are now allocated. You're going to see Micah McFadden blitz. You're going to see Isaiah Simmons blitz. You're going to see O'Karake blitz. You're going to see Adori blitz out of the slot. You're going to see so much shit happening all around. Jason Pinnock and McKinney. The amount of confusion this defense is going to create for opposing offenses is going to help this defense um, succeed and, and, and put together some really, really good games. But you know what really happens when you have a defense of this magnitude? You create big turnovers in the fourth quarter when you need them. When the team is down by a possession, when the team needs to make a stop, this is where a unit of this caliber steps up and makes a big moment happen. Um, and that's where you're going to see the Giants, like their good, their best players, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon, like those guys that step up in those big time moments, you're going to see them make their money that way. And, and I feel like right now, if our cornerbacks can hold up, if Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins can hold their own, we're going to be in a really good shape, guys. I mean, McKinney's a stud. Jason Pinnock looks really good this year. Our, our pass rush and run defense has, has gotten bounds better. Um, I'm excited about it, man. Like, what do you think about that concept? Though? Like, the, the the utilizing the numbers game to overwhelm opposing offensive lines. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are always going to be in the favor of the Giants when they have a lot of talent on the defensive line and in their linebacker core. And that's really what Wink Martindale does well, as we mentioned. He knows how to scheme together a solid blitz package. He knows how to apply pressure. For what it's worth, you mentioned Michael McFadden can be the blitzing player. Isaiah Simmons can be the blitzing player. Well, so can Darnay Holmes. So can, uh, hell, even Jason Pinnock and Xavier McKinney. They can be the blitzing players. We've seen those guys get in the backfield and get quarterback hits and hurries as well. He is very creative. He'll use defensive backs who have just infinitely more speed to get into the backfield and get after the quarterback he will use them in those blitz packages and he will use the numbers game as you just mentioned so you've got guys like Aziz Ojolari who might be left one-on-one with a left tackle I expect Aziz Ojolari to win a solid amount of those reps and get some sacks and also for what it's worth when Aziz Ojolari does get a sack he usually also forces a fumble the guy is a playmaker when he was on the field last season he was arguably the Giants most disruptive pass rusher when healthy so it's all about staying healthy for Aziz but if he does 
does, he'll have a lot of one-on-one -on -one opportunities this year, probably more than he's received in the past couple of years because the Giants just simply have more talent in their defensive front. So you've got guys like Dexter Lawrence who command double teams. Kayvon Thibodeau commanded a lot of double teams last year, even though he wasn't super productive as a rookie. Defenses were paying a lot of attention to him because there was a lot of hype generating around Thibodeau, and he was really disruptive. He had 40 pressures on the year, which is a very solid and respectable number for a rookie edge rusher. So now this season, it's all about turning those pressures into sacks. But with 40 pressures last year, you have to imagine that Thibodeau, he takes his game to another level. He can get more pressures and more sacks, and then you're going to have a lot more double teams going his way. And what does that mean? Even more one-on-ones for Aziz Ojolari just to get after the quarterback. This is how the Giants won those championships in 2008 and 2012. They had an abundance of pass rushers that commanded double teams. It set up a lot of one-on-one -on -one pass rushing opportunities for their other rushers, and that created a lot of pressures and a lot of sacks. And that's what the Giants are currently building. Thankfully, they have a really sick interior defensive line that soaks up double teams. I mean, a guy like Dexter Lawrence, at times, he'll soak up a triple team if he really needs to. If he's being that disruptive, they will block three on Dexter Lawrence. So think about the impact that that has, the domino effect that that has on the rest of your defensive line, creating opportunities for guys like Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau. So Alex, I'm with you on that. I really do think that these this numbers game is the key to getting these pressures for the Giants defense and really is the key to winning a lot of football games in the Big Apple. And when you look back on these Giants teams that have won Super Bowls and playoff games, it always starts with defense. The Giants are usually a defensive first team. That's how they've won their championships. And it's a cliche, but it's true. Defense wins championships. And the Giants are finally building a pretty solid and respectable defensive front here. Um, but but again, one weakness though, Alex, that I do see in this defensive front, it's not on the defensive line, but it is the linebacker core, right? They are thin in that position. How do you think that might affect the defensive line? Not having the best linebackers behind your defensive line could sometimes force your defensive line to look worse than they really are. Like last season, we know that the Giants had studs on the defensive line, but those linebackers missing a bunch of tackles, failing to stop the run, ultimately just made the whole defense look poor. So what do you think the impact of this linebacker group going into this season. It's better, but it's still not all the way there. What do you think that can be um, in terms of impact on the defensive line this year? I mean, look, the defensive line has a tremendous amount of potential. And what I will say about the upcoming couple of weeks here, the schedule is not easy for the Giants, right? The schedule, you know, you start with Dallas and their offensive line is always good. Uh, when you have a defensive line of this magnitude, you're able to mask a lot of deficiencies in other places. You know what I mean? Like if you have struggling cornerbacks, or let's say you even have rookie cornerbacks, you have Banks and, and, and Trey Hawkins, a sixth-round rookie out there, what that does for you having a good offensive line, it forces the quarterback to rush his decisions, right? If you have a quarterback that's immediately under pressure, they have to throw the ball quicker. And that and those that little speed up, that little ticking clock in his head, like I got to get rid of the ball, it forces more mistakes. Um, and when you have more mistakes more turnovers you know better field positioning for the offense which you know they go hand in hand um so like right now when you're looking at what the giants are trying to do it's a very multi-layered kind of strategy here but I think that Joe Shane realized last year that they did not build the Giants offense to fit Wink Martindale's scheme very well. And that's kind of where I was like, oh, um, I started to realize, like, okay, like this defense needs to be able to stop the run. And like the Ravens have always had a pretty solid run defense. Um, 
And then they had really good outside boundary corners. Uh, their free safeties, you know, they had a really good free safety. I remember, like, back in the day with, like, Ed Reed and whatnot. But, you know, it's been a long time since then. Um, you know, I feel as though the Giants have some really amazing players at a few key positions. You know, obviously, we're, we should probably record something on McKinney's contract and why they don't want to really invest in him just yet. You know, maybe we'll do another episode on that kind of couple days before the, before the opening uh, game against Dallas. But... You know what? I, I kind of feel like the, they're tying the defense and the offense together in a really cool synergizing way. Uh, maybe synergistic. I don't know. Some word I just made up. But, you know, when you actually take a look at this team right now, it's so well balanced. Good run defense. They have a really good running game with Saquon Barkley in the offensive line. At the very least, they're going to be good at, uh, you know, opening up gaps for him to run through. Um, and I think, like, with the expansion of our wide receiver unit, now you're going to be able to stay on the field longer and you're going to be able to keep your defense rested. Like, think about how many times, Anthony, in the past that you would see our defense get into the fourth quarter and they would be gassed, like totally gassed. And then we would get shredded and lose those fourth quarter games because our defense just couldn't hang. Like, they were they were toasted. If your offense can stay on the field and maintain long drives and give them substantial rest, when the fourth quarter comes around, they're ready to make plays. They're ready to make an impact. They're ready to step up and make a stop. Um, And I think that is where... We're going to see the whole synergy of the team come together, um, and I'm really excited for that because ultimately, like, I remember so well just seeing our guys gas, like, literally on their hands and knees, like, barely able to breathe, and that's not going to happen anymore, I don't think. I think we're going to see a lot better drives, like, sustainable drives that keep them rested, keep them healthy, and then the, the bigger plays, those big game-changing plays, those clutch moments are going to be a lot more frequent for this Giants team, so I'm pretty excited. Obviously, you know, we're talking about the defensive line here, but I can't help myself from saying this, this is a full team effort and it's going to be really connected it's gonna be fun to watch 1000 percent. i think this is going to be one of the most fun giants teams that we've watched in a long long time i mean even looking at this defensive line as we just mentioned but looking over to the offensive side of the ball so much more talent really from top to bottom throughout this roster this is one of the more talented rosters that the giants have had in the last decade or so and brian dable is leading the helm along with mike kafka on offense and of course who we've mentioned throughout the episode wink martindale on the defensive side of the ball i have the utmost faith in him to lead this team and lead this defense and hopefully he'll be able to generate a lot of great run defending moments and also a whole lot of pressure through those insane blitz packages that Wink Martindale is known for. But I think that wraps this one up on the discussion over the Giants defensive line. In my opinion, yes, it is one of the best defensive lines in all of football. I think that it has the potential to be even better this upcoming season. But last year, it was already pretty damn good. But now they're going to be taking a big step forward this year. And I think that this unit will be top five to 10 in the NFL in 2023. But make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section if you're listening on apple or spotify please make sure to leave us a five-star review and go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at fireside giants but without further ado we will catch you all in the next one have a good one and let's go giants